Welcome everybody. Uh, again, my name is Jacques Rule Wright. Say dream peace. And this is the, the Nice Guys Podcast. So glad to have you everybody tuned back in with us. Um, it's another week, another blessing, another lesson. And today we're going to talk about leadership. leadership. Yeah, and what that means. You know, I think there's a lot of dynamics to leadership. For and sure. People see it as, you know, some people see leadership as tyranny. Some people see leadership mm. as, you know, being a philanthropist or leadership in terms of, uh, uh, like even with the civil rights, when you just see different forms of leadership Indeed. and the impact, even with peaceful people, you know, you know, peaceful relationships, like, well, yeah, relationships, you know, work wise, uh, you know, yeah. in your work dynamic, you have a certain line of leadership and expectation behind it. Absolutely. And I think that uh, leadership definitely is a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all plays its own part. Uh, the reason why I bring it up is because I just see leadership differently and everybody uh, attracts to different leaders and they're right, for their right. own reasons, their own personal reasons. Uh, before off camera, I was talking about Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of a touchy guy, but I like his dynamic. I like his story. I like the fact that, you know, the roads that grew out of concrete story. I, yeah. like, I like those underdogs that went through a lot of traumatic experiences. And because of that, even if they didn't even know they were dealing with it, they still dealt with it and they still overcame all those obstacles. Right. Yeah, they might have met an untimely demise just based off situations, but they stuck to their truth. So mm-hmm. I think with Malcolm X, the reason why I connect the story personally is just that, you know, I've seen traumatic situations and different things in my childhood. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That I thought was just normalized and just normal culture, but it's really not. You know what I'm saying? Compared to other people's story. Now I can't compare minds in the sense where, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to knock anybody else's, but yeah. I was like, man, I gravitate to this dude and his intellect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think there's a lot of similarities that I see. Like I went to predominantly white school. I was like mainly the only black kid in the class and there was certain, you know, I wouldn't say prejudice, but there was certain things I've been called out of my name and mm-hmm. N-word before. Just different. I didn't know what it meant. I went back to my mother, talked to her about it, and she was like, oh no, we're going to handle this right yeah, now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So just seeing his backstory and the situation, I don't think I've had anybody deal with things, you know, father getting murdered and like crazy stuff like that or mom being institutionalized but mm-hmm. seeing some, some some crazy things sure. I think uh, we all have our own reasons for why we connect you know what I mean and Malcolm X's story just it resonates yeah sure. absolutely it was in uh, Detroit Red uh, yeah Detroit Red you know what I'm saying going Us? from yeah. yeah he was a hustler he was a you know the, he was a he user at that time too oh he was you know? he was a drug addict yeah and um to 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 go from that to the person that we we know today, mm-hmm. um, I mean that's that's phenomenal in, in a it's a the picture of of what leadership is. I think and you know we think of we can think of all kind of leaders throughout history that um they had this <clears throat> excuse me they had this phenomenal side to them and then it's like there's always that you know. <laughs> that other side of the coin to it yeah um but it's always it's always interesting to just look at how how that played out throughout history and how that person kind of dealt with that and how history reacts to those type of situations those times too. yeah yeah i mean i think that for me i just like his boisterousness because at the time he was so radical during mm-hmm. the time where it's like i can't believe number one he was making super intelligent dude but he was yeah. simplistic in terms of his approach his vernacular how he communicated to the right. community so they didn't throw people off and like maybe uh-huh. interest. he was so profound and prolific in what he did it was just like we have to get rid of this and all fbi created files and all types of stuff and investigations on them but it's like he knew how to connect Right. You know, I think that's important as a leader to be able to connect 
with people, especially during those trying times. Mm-hmm. And I think that for him to be so bold and confident in what he was saying and not to back off anything he felt was a truth, I think that's what allowed him to kind of like pierce through. He's still yeah. kind of like immortalized in a sense. Like uh-huh. you're not going to forget him um, as being a staple in history. For sure. You know, and back then too, like, I mean, there's always consequences for, for your words and stuff like that, it for is. your actions. And, but back then it's like, especially in that position, mm-hmm. it was, that's, that's a different type of weight behind everything that you say and do mm-hmm. to, to know that you're facing those kind of consequences and still poke out your chest and, and, and say what's on your mind like that. That's yeah. That's yeah. inspiring for sure. Yes. I mean, if people want to talk about gangster, yeah. Talk yes. about being a thug or whatever, uh-huh. you know, shout out to, you know, obviously Tupac. I just feel like that's the most gangster thing when you know yeah. that not only is your opposition against you, but then the people that you actually assimilated to started to become against you, you still spoke up right. and wanted to create your own, you know, uh, initiative and conglomerate for your own situation going forward. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I mean, I'm timely to Mars, of course, but I feel like he stuck to it and he knew yeah. what was going to be the outcome, but he still stuck to it. Uh-huh. And not to not to not Martin Luther King, I feel like he definitely held his own in yeah. his own peaceful way because right, the right. Montgomery boycott was one of the biggest boisterous. I mean, if you hit somebody financially mm-hmm. and you stop what's going on economically, and this is going to lead back to some other things, but of course, if you hit their pockets, right. it affects people's livelihood. They can't take care of their kids and their responsibilities. Indeed, but yet you want to still, you know, uh, what they want to call it, uh, extort, yeah. you know, and 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 demonize certain groups of individuals that are contributing such a huge financial piece or fiscal piece every year to the gross domestic product. Mm-hmm. And like how that kind of ties back for me personally, is just like just seeing that our communities contribute so much, but we only get so much back or give so much back to ourselves. It's like, it's, it's, it's tripping. You know, and I think that those individuals as leaders, they definitely were trying to set the pace and try to get things to be well understood. Cause even with Sam Cook, yeah, he played his part monumentally. Like he wanted to create uh, a distribution company, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and give money back to the artists because they were being enslaved and treated a certain way, and they were like being undermined. But then the Italian mob did they thing, mm-hmm. you know. So so it's like he stuck to it, and they kept threatening him. He could have easily subsided, but as a leader and being so passionate, because he was, you know, they had a they had a movie about you know him, Lee yeah. and um and um. Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, and Sam Cooke were all yeah. like really close affiliates. So like those individuals stood out as pinnacles and as as leaders back in the time where things were super mm-hmm. uh, turbulent, you know, yeah. super uh, uncomfortable, and easy because of you know certain racial uh, boundaries and things like that. Make sure they're trying to breach. Yeah, I like and, to talk about your ops and stuff. Like man, these their, their ops were the, was literally <laughs> the United States government. <laughs> like, I mean, literally, the people that are trying to keep everything in order yeah. are against you. So, and then it just leads to other parts in history when it leads to the Black Panther movie because of those two slangs. He had Martin Luther King and Malcolm X being murdered. These are two top tier, you know, individuals within the community that played their part, and they did it so eloquently in, mm-hmm. in the media's eye. You know that, and it's like two different sides. Even like Marvel comics exemplified yeah. it with X Men because we're X Men are considered to be you know African American. Mm. That's what Stanley wanted to actually you know put out there and project that the X Men were African Americans, and Doctor Xavier was supposed to be Martin Luther King, and Magneto was supposed to be Malcolm X. Mm. 
And he, he played it out very well. And I was like, all right, I, didn't, I never, I knew it was something about that, but I didn't know to what extent. Yeah. And it just seen those two different sides and that dichotomy. I was just like, wow. I this. think that's interesting too, because like, yeah. I feel like black people always kind of um, migrated toward the X-Men without really knowing why, mm-hmm. without really knowing all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's real interesting. Yeah, Stanley, I think he did a good job in terms of capturing that now in terms of the Black Panther movie. I still have my part, my parts and feelings about sure. Killmonger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Killmonger. Mm-hmm. I like Killmonger a lot. Yeah, that's all. I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> so I was really upset at how they was portrayed. Like the Black Panther was looked, they were looked at as like just thugs. They were just trying to do um, irrational things. But I mean, <clears throat> if you're being, you know, victimized, whatever you want to call it, or being bothered by the authority to mm-hmm. keep things in, in wraps like you know you see like the overseer and stuff like that like slave plantation it was the same thing within our communities you had you know the police playing their part you know trying to keep things on the wraps and I mean when you have situations that are you know demeaning to others you're going to have opposition no matter what how, how you want to see it for you sure know, people are fed up with certain situations but then you see other parts of it you see like Contra and all that stuff, and <clears throat> the United States government going over to Nicaragua, and I always say Nicaragua, I messed the word up, yeah. you know, down in South America, and they took all this, these, 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 these you know, cocaine and moved it through our communities and they turned to crack. You know, yeah. you just see different things that are put into place and systemically, but you have these leaders that try to work in opposition, but unfortunately still met a certain type of demise. Like P- Huey P. Newton got assassinated out of nowhere and other right. castes became either political prisoners or became politicians. Yeah. With the Rainbow Coalition, nothing against them, but you see the transference of energy and just how things have developed. And it's just like, I think with leaders um, that stand out and, and, and push for something better, it's always going to be something that... Uh, they're going to try to demonize and try to change and flip. Like, mm-hmm. I always look at, like, Freddie Hampton, man. It's just, like, he was doing a breakfast club mm-hmm. with all the kids and stuff like that, the educational system. Shout out to Freddie Hampton, the west side of Chicago, you know what I'm saying, from Illinois. Most of my family from the west side and um, and the south side as well. Tell a lot of south siders. But just seeing the situation, they said he was basically stealing ice cream sandwiches from the ice cream truck. Like, wow. just finding little petty things yeah, and yeah. do things to infiltrate what was going on to create... Um, a narrative that it wasn't there, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, as a leader, you have to be prepared for all types of things because when you're in that position, you know, very easily things can turn tide, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think that as a leader, you have to be able to know that it's going to happen, you know? It's, for sure. Um, it's all about how you're going to react to it. And even Nip talked about that. Like, every person is kind of judged based on how they react to situations. Mm-hmm. And like, even for me, I look at what Malcolm was saying, you can't be too emotional. Cause that gets you killed too, or right. get you in a bad position. So I'm still learning. Like I feel like I definitely want to be in a more of a leadership role, and I'm still learning mm-hmm. how to deal with things in a certain way. Because I'm doing these a lot differently than I would see, like maybe my uncles do, or right. maybe my family. And um, nothing against them, but you know, I, I definitely try to go against the grain with certain things. Sometimes I do play devil's advocate. Uh, you seen that in the part? I'll be saying stuff to kind of like spark people up a little bit, but right. It's always it's always something behind it that I'm just trying to kind of get at. So it's very interesting. But 
I think even like you said, as a leader or somebody that's trying to be a leader, you got to be very mindful of what you say. So I've recently had a very humbling experience that definitely made me think of like things a little bit different. I'm a little bit more toned down, y'all. So <laughs> hey, y'all know this energy shift. Uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff uh, behind off camera. So I'm just like, wow. <laughs> All right. So. Um, yeah, but see, you know, as, as a leader. So leadership on, you know, not just necessarily individual basis, but um a structural kind of basis you know whereas the the leaders the 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 them the they you know powers to be those people recognize the value in leadership i think a lot quicker than some of us do um or have a deeper understanding of it than than some of us do and i think mm. that you know that's why We've we've had the the Fred Hamptons, the you know the the, the Tupacs, the Nipsey Hustles, the you know they like natural born leaders. Talk to you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like all of those situations that 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 we just spoke about, where black people start um, attaining some some power and getting organized and stuff like that, and the powers that be step in mm-hmm. and um, you know do what they do, do what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, it just shows that, like, that's how crucial leadership is. Yeah, and it's just like, do we do we really understand the how like <laughs> how critical it is? But it's like there's so much of pride and ignorance and <coughs> and all of these other things. I ain't finna let no nigga tell me what to do. I ain't finna, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, can we get, can we get into it? Like, get goodness. into it. I think it's very intentional that it's been like put in that place because I'm just going to say it again. I've said it so many times. The black family infrastructure is so important. The nucleus behind it is so important. Yeah. Historically, it's been important. Uh-huh. You know, if you can disenfranchise that, you're doing what you're doing a lot, you know what I'm saying? You see it within our communities. It should never be tit for tat or any issues between man and woman. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It should be a cohesion. That's how you create life. You know what I'm saying? It should never right. be a separation between the, tra- the child and, and you know, the grandparent or the, the elderly. You're supposed to have respect in all those forms. You know right. what I'm saying? And, you know, I think as men, we are natural born leaders. It's nothing against female leaders either. But like yeah. naturally we are looked up looked up to in order to actually make things happen and take things and be breadwinners, you know what I'm saying? So if you can create that dis disenfranchisement within the nucleus and you know that you your job is done. You mm-hmm. know, I mean? you've seen that historically from slavery up to now. Like you had it set up where the you put the woman in front, you know, the willingness yeah. there is the same concept. You 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 effeminate you you, uh, you emasculate the man, make mm-hmm. him effeminate so that he falls back because now you've destroyed that whole dynamic within the household. Now when right. the household is destroyed, the kid goes out into the world and becomes destructive. Yeah. You, know, and you always see oh. that's a great point. Um yeah. it makes me think about how listening is a skill. It's yeah. something that you have to to build up, like mm-hmm. like anything else. It's something you have to learn how to do better. You know, as you as you age, as you acquire wisdom and stuff like that, you do so through listening. But you have to get better at listening as you as you go on. Yeah. So listening is a skill, and it's a skill that you know <coughs> if you don't you don't nurture from from a young age. So a lot of people just never get it. Mm. So like you said, like the all right, they're taking the fathers out of the home. 
So those kids, they never grew up um, honing that skill to listen. Yeah. So then now they grow out, go out in the world, they crash dummies, they doing whatever. Because they don't have that guidance, they don't have that grounding. I noticed now, a difference. Yeah. I, I noticed a difference. Like, um, even with myself and just seeing other comparisons, like with people that have father figures or both like a, some type of motherly figure and a father figure within a household, mm-hmm. you see them a lot more grounded, more consistent, more organized. They're not just doing any rational things or just doing random stuff. For they're sure. Like, they're a lot more intentional in terms of their grounds and their goals that are being set. And they have more of a a grounding in terms of what they need to do and how they need to get things accomplished, not confused, you know, because mm-hmm. they've had that grounding since, you know, being in the house or whereas... Right. Other people that have grown up with, you know, not knocking people or grew up in a single parent household or single mother household, as you see a difference, you know, even yeah, with the yeah. penal system, you see like in penitentiaries, you have, you know, obviously it's it's, it's intentional that you mm-hmm. see more African American males overpopulated within a prison, you know, prison system complex, whatever situation it is, because you see that they come from broken homes. Yeah. So it definitely plays a part. You know, I think that, um, that's also intentional, systemic, but at the same time, it's about knowing that and also not allowing that to continue on as a continuation mm-hmm. for yours. You know, like when I have a kid or I want to, you know, I'm allowed to have a child, I like to have a son, I like to show him something different. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. And, you know, life has humbled me in a lot of different ways, but, you know, I, I definitely feel like at the same time, I want to take some of my lessons, at least, you know, water that plant and, mm-hmm. and feed into that, that kid. Things that are, you know, leadership value, you know, within the right. house. So and be that, be that backbone because, I mean, I work in industry. I work in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I do notice that men do die a little quicker. Yeah. Probably because of stress and stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, we do have a huge responsibility that, you know, everybody looks upon you for that. You know? For sure. But you also need to have a really good ecosystem in your career. Like, you can't have a woman that's making it way too difficult for you. Yeah. Rest in peace, my cousin Malcolm. His his girl, I think she made him yeah. made it hard for him. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, man, I don't know how it always plays out, but I do feel like it does stem from each person, each individual's house, uh, individual in their households plays a part in how they're going to come together with somebody else. Yeah. So that's another thing to look into as well and understand. Mm-hmm. But again, like leadership is just. Very profound. It's, it's always needed. So yeah, always needed. It's like a each one teach one type of type of thing too. Yeah, know? it's like we gotta not only be able to to take leadership from from somebody, um, you know, but the leader should. So uh, you know, the leader should be willing to follow at times. The leader should be um, empowering others to be leaders. Even if that means them stepping down from from there at, at some mm-hmm. time, which is <sighs> taking to take me somewhere completely different, but that's one of the biggest problems we have with our government mm. is we have all these leaders that don't want to sit down; <laughs> they just want to stay in Congress and whatever till they're eighty years yeah, old, milk make is, decisions yeah, for yeah, milk it all. Yeah. yeah, it's just like okay. Yeah, things are changing rapidly. So right. your ideology compared to what's really going on in the current times is it, probably it's two not equating. Right? Yeah, don't compete. You might still be stuck in thinking that somebody's underneath you or somebody's supposed to be beneath you because of how they look, which is yeah. the most asinine thing ever. Because I feel like if you're if you're equating somebody's importance based on how they physically look, mm-hmm. like if they carry themselves very well, they're clean, but yet 
they look different based off the pigment of skin or right. whatever the situation is. It's just it's this pure ignorance. It's yeah. just like, what, what are you doing? So that mm-hmm. definitely, yeah, that definitely can play a, a major part in a lot of different things. I okay. So I definitely agree with that one for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our president is... <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, octogenarian or whatever. That boy can't understand on his two feet after time. Oh, exactly. It's like you think about like what you would want as a, a leader, especially mm-hmm. if we were, you know, in wartime or something like. We don't have no movies where the hero of our nation mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the hero, the leader, mm-hmm. is an eighty-year-old nigga. <laughs> no. Where think, is that movie? I honestly don't think we even expected to live that long. To be real, I'm <laughs> real. Like I don't think we expected like the tip to top of our. Yeah, I think if you live to be eighty. Expectancy, dog. Yeah, I think if you live to be eighty, you're blessed. Yeah, most people die by eighty, eighty-three. Right. You don't really see past that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's the reality behind it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it's wild. It's a lot of different things are that play a part. And you see it when you look back at it, like, wow, this is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all like put in a place like, man, this is so obvious, but it's just like, wow, I can't believe this is in my face like this, but it's yeah. there. It's right there. So it's like, okay, we talk about it, but it's like finding the solution. Like I always have this thing when I walk around sometimes, like we have, we know what the issues are. Mm-hmm. How are we like getting to the solutions? You know, like I think leaders provide solutions or at least listen to what they should be. Yeah, absolutely. Take heed to them because we don't have leaders don't always have all the answers, mm-hmm. but they should be able to consort and delegate and work with people that can actually contribute and, and bring these to the table to help find a solution to a lot right. of different issues. And it's all about whether or not you want to address them and deal with the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Too, so. That plays a part as well. And then also being able to not get stuck within your own, own ego and thinking that you can't listen to other people. Absolutely. Um, that can happen in terms of leadership as well. Oh, I've been doing this. I'm successful. I got a successful. I don't need to listen to I got a successful travel right yeah. away. At the end of the day, you got to be able to listen to somebody else as well, too. Mm-hmm. You got to have some ground. You got to be able to be open to different concepts and perceptions of things, too, because they all we all play a part in what's going on, too. Right. So. I do see a trend amongst black leaders, though. Like all the cats that we mentioned, they died by gunshot wound or something in relation to. Yeah. And I was talking to a therapist about this the one time. Uh-huh. She was like, you might want to look at some other leaders and look at maybe some people from other ethnicity. I was like, whoa, that's how wound her. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, because I was just like, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. But I was shocked. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not saying I knock anybody else's leadership because of how they look, but are they going to be able to connect and understand me? For sure. Are they coming from the same place, maybe same struggle, same family dynamics, same family issues, whatever Mm -hmm. situation? A lot of times, it's not always the case, but you can still look up to other people for leadership as well. I'm not going to never knock Mohandas Gandhi or JFK, anybody else in leadership roles. But who's going to be able to relate? Yeah, who's going to be ground is going to probably be that person that, that looks a lot more like it comes from the certain yeah, yeah. areas that most of my people come from or where I, where I come from because they understand what that is. So that's another part of it as well, too. And like when you do look up to leaders and like try to like build your understanding of leadership, mm-hmm. it's like who do you choose for the, you know to look up to mm-hmm. as well, too. And then just seeing those, those outcomes is like, well, how do you do different? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying that you can control everything, 
but you do have you play a part. Yeah. You know, in terms of your outcome, in terms of your leadership. Like if I decide to do things that's irrational, it could lead to a lot of destruction and stuff like that. Cause you have a certain position and like people are listening to in their influence. You know, when you look at certain influences that say certain things that can really spark up some real negative things uh within history. And you gotta be very careful with that you like you look at some of the media and social media influencers like Andrew Tate or even yeah. Kevin Samuel, like different right. cats like that. In some ways, part of you, because of your hurt or pain, you might be able to understand and assimilate. But at the time, at, when you think of it holistically and you think about some of the impact that it could possibly have and how influential it is, you, you got to be very careful of some of the things that you hear and take for sure what they're saying and doing because it can have a really bad impact, uh, negative impact, lasting impact. On for things. sure. I mean, people that listen to Adam Hitler, they will listen to him. It was Adam, yeah. he had a microphone, and he made a huge impact on things. I say I said I've said this on the pod before, but like one of the the only things that I really learned in, in college was from uh, my English professor. She said language is alive. And like mm-hmm. that just it blew my mind and really stuck with me to this day. It's just like we might <clears throat> start some, you know, just one saying that it really that shifts culture forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, there's there's a um there's a, a big responsibility. It's like we have freedom of speech, quote unquote, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, there's you know that comes with responsibility, and there's there's consequences for everything, for everything. Yeah. There's for every action, he blocks every action. It does, it does, and I'm seeing it more and more prevalent <laughs> as we speak. I've seen a lot of stuff within yeah. the last couple of weeks. I'm just like, mm-hmm. what in the world? And not thinking about it because of the foresight. I'm just thinking in a different lens and like. It's like what? It's yeah. like a like a whirlwind of just different stuff going on. Yeah, and I'm just like, let me just stay focused on this path, uh-huh. and I let any other entities or involve any other entities, and just focus on this and like right. learn from that lesson and just keep going forward. Because as a leader, you definitely have to take heed to some of the shortcomings or the ails you take as well too. Absolutely, you know, wrote about them and understand what you did wrong, and um. Just grow from it. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. that that's the growth is that's a huge word right there. It's just taking in everything and really taking into consideration what you're doing. Cause every step, like when you play chess, every, mm-hmm. every step plays a part in the board, you know, as, for sure. Has a lasting consequence. You know, you play a really good pawn game, you know. And sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, I see yeah. what's going on. But at first I'm just initially looking at, okay, I'm gonna go take this piece and take that piece. But then it's like you gotta think another 10 steps ahead of that. Right. It's going to lead to an eventual checkmate because you're not going to have the piece that you need, or they're going to be able to <clears throat> change those that, that dynamic completely around. Yeah, shift it all completely. So exactly, foresight is a huge thing in leadership, and willing to accept the consequences and be mindful of what that is too ahead of time. Yeah, because you might say, "Well, I'm okay with this, and I can accept that," and it's like, is that from an emotional standpoint or from a more logical standpoint? Right, right. So we might be able to get it. With- Get into that a little bit more. And then, man, we're going to take a quick break, y'all. Yeah, yeah for sure. This is a segment where, um, you know what I'm saying, you have anything you want to advertise, anything uh, you do, your artistry, your creativities, your, um, your business, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to us, hit us up, DM, sure. email, everything is in the, the show notes, the description. Um, yeah. Hit us up, man. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, man. What's going so, on? So, uh, we talking about leadership. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mad important. I think uh, with leadership, 
Um, I it's you know, you never should stray away from it. I knew when I was young, I used to be more like, I don't know about this leadership thing. I don't know about because I've had leadership roles even on campus. I used to be a residential advisor, yeah, stuff like that. I've been a manager before, so you definitely have a different you know take on things, and you have to. I don't want to say babysit, but you have to deal with people a yeah, lot more. For sure. <clears throat> And it definitely makes you look at yourself and how you deal with every situation. Because yeah. it's different. There's literally different types of leaders. There's leaders that Absolutely. are like a little more standoffish, but they allow you to do things, but they'll step in and take direction mm-hmm. when need or take um direct action when need be. Yeah. There's people that's a little bit more, a lot more hands-on, more micromanaged. So I think that dynamic is pretty important to understand as well, too, like what your leadership is. Yeah. Absolutely. Even though you look up to other leaders, you know what I'm saying, how they work. You might like certain things, but then there's other facets about it that you don't always cope with. You know, you deal with things differently on your on your accord as well. So that's very important to look at as well, too, in terms of being a leader. Have I had always the best experience with those things? No. I'm mean, completely <laughs> transparent. I've had yeah. different experiences, but I think I learned from them and I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. But at, at some point, you have to know when to be a lot more matured about it and really not repeat the same things. So, yeah. And it like can be tough. Mm-hmm. It can be very tough. I've, you know, I've been in a leadership position for a while and um, learned a lot, made, you know, made a lot of mistakes. And um, it's going to happen. I did a lot of things right because I I learned from other leaders, mm-hmm. um, had mentors and stuff like that um, to to kind of not even personally mentor me, but I considered it my mentors just because I, I, I treated it like that when I was watching videos and, um, you know, reading books and read my readings and, you know, um, so I was able to kind of learn from other people's mistakes and try, try my best not to repeat those. But sometimes, you know, your, your personality gets in the way and, and, you know, you still fall into some of those same pitfalls. I had to, like you said, figure out, and still figuring out um, the kind of leader that that I am, like like you, I've I've pretty much always shied away from 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 being a leader. I've never wanted to be in that position, mostly because I'm you know kind of a shy person, especially in my past um, yeah. was very shy um, to the point that you know I you know get nervous having to talk to one person, so. I I was I've always been placed in leadership roles, um, but not by choice. And um even with Rebellious Society was kind of that um same situation. And throughout that, you know, it was dealing with, you know, so many different personalities, especially artists. Um, it was it was difficult at times to oh, yeah. to manage that, especially, you know, we're we're some of the we as artists are some of the most neurotic human beings on on earth <laughs> so it's, a, it's a lot of passion to have that many, yeah so to have that much passion in one place can passion. be can be difficult that many creative minds opens up for a lot of creative differences <sighs> at times so yeah. to manage that 
I can, to still give people the the freedom to make their my bad though. you know, you know is, I, was, I played my passion <laughs> part, so like, I ain't doing this on my own time it is yeah. but it wasn't even it wasn't even rebellious it was more some other stuff I was going to yeah, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't even 100% sure I was just like bro this is too much going on that, that toxic <clears throat> relationship I was in I was yeah. like bro I can't even I can't fathom this no more bro like it's too I need to be in my style I got real reclusive it was mm-hmm. times people had to check in on me like you alright bro like yeah nah Right, I'm not okay, but I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying. So, but I'm pretty sure in that group you did. You saw some leadership in everybody. You know, for sure. Probably even me in certain ways. Maybe I don't know. I just, um, I play my play my own little role or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, it's funny you mentioned it because like you don't always see it ahead of time. Uh You know, Um, I've always wanted leadership roles. I'm not gonna like I didn't. I just wanted it. Where it was easy for me, like, and then you yeah, realize yeah. leadership is not easy. No, uh, you're gonna deal with a lot of moving parts, a lot of people, a lot of personalities, sure. and it's gonna be ins and outs. And I commend you for dealing with artists because we yeah. are very <laughs> different type of individuals. Different, yes, um, I mean, what makes sense to us may not make sense to other people. Yeah, sometimes we're still coming to ourselves and we don't even realize it. So you're dealing mm-hmm. with that part of it as well. You're dealing with somebody that. There's 100% understand what they want to do, but they're just doing it. Indeed. <clears throat> and I, I think it's important to 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 know kind of the things that our leaders are are dealing with to like keep that in mind. Because a lot of times we don't think about it. We might just be like, and I'm not just giving myself like a like an out here, but like a lot of times we just don't think about like, oh, so-and-so might be, they they going through stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's real easy to to like criticize your your boss or your your manager your whatever it is yeah um without realizing that they they're dealing with a lot um so that never gives a person um an excuse to be a person or anything like never. that never um i definitely got bosses past bosses i still want to slap um <laughs> I'm upset that I didn't get the opportunity, because, uh, <laughs> uh, but you get assault charges, man. You, you know what I'm saying? But with um, that master seafood, you can hit him with the master seafood, <laughs> with the bing, 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 bing. Yeah, you but, know what I'm saying? You know, it would it be days where, you know, you, people don't realize. Like, <clears throat> all right, I just got off the phone with with this person. You know, talking to them about their problems, and then so and so called me with a problem with that person, and then. Uh, so-and-so called me after that and like, yo, can you do this for me? And I'm like, yeah, I got you. I'm going to do that. And then I still got 10 other things for myself to do. And then this, that, and the other. So, you know, not even just talking about myself, but just being a leader, um, you deal with a lot. I think it's important to be, you know, sort of empathetic toward leaders. Um, yeah. And not be afraid to put yourself. I, 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 that's one of the things that, one of the biggest leadership qualities and just qualities in general that I appreciate about everybody who was a part of um, to, of our team was that everybody was willing to put themselves in the position of uh, a servant. I think that's like the most important thing for a leader to be able to do is to be yeah, a servant. Be yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, if you read the book by Napoleon Hill, I wouldn't have done, I always mentioned it, but yeah, it talks about that in that book about being in the line of servitude because it just it just reflects on you as a person as well to not be always taking, but able to be able to give as well. Yeah, you know, that's a very quintessential thing because it reflects on you as a person, and <clears throat> and that role essentially is not about you. 
Yeah, absolutely. When it becomes about you, that's, that's dictatorship, that's tyrannical. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're like giving back, then at that point, it's, you know, they call it, it's not an oligarchy. It's not, no, no, no. It's, um, I can't think of the term right now. So they'll come back to it. Democratic. Like, democratic. I'm, I'm going to use that one. Democratic. Okay. You know, it's more of that approach than yeah, you know, yeah. tyrannical or dictatorship for sure. situation is. So, yeah, I think, um, touch on a lot of different subjects. And I think it's just interesting when you think about leadership, all these different layers that come about, about come about from it. So, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's very important to understand. I think that's why a lot of times people fret from it because so much that comes with the, the role. But I think now it's like it's better to run to it. Like now I'm yeah. at a point where I'm running to it like uh-huh. crazy. Like I'm, but I'm trying not to run to it too head forward first. Yeah. I, I look at Luffy because again, <laughs> with my recent experience, I was just like, what just happened? Uh-huh. I don't even understand. Yeah. To this day, I'm still perplexed. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Gotta let that go, but it'd be in my mind like, what the world? And then I see what I did and some of the reactions to it, you know. And when you deal with things from an emotional standpoint, because you're emotional because of other things that's going on in your life, that can play a huge part in how people perceive you and they're not gonna respect or take heed to your leadership. Right. At that point, now they're looking at, I can't, you know, I can't look up to that person. Like as men, whether we acknowledge it or not, you know, those of the opposite sex look up to how we react and deal with things all day long. Yes. <laughs> Period. And yeah. you have to, even if you feel in certain ways, you can't even show it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they will lose uh, respect for you. Yeah. Entirely. So. <laughs> That's one of the, I, I, I'm very, very thankful that I've never, in a, with anybody that I've been in a relationship with, mm-hmm. I've never experienced that but i definitely experienced it a lot just as a leader in general where i felt like i couldn't show not one sign of weakness stoicism <clears throat> yeah i mean I've been, I'm, I, I feel like people respect stoicism more yeah. than they really respect somebody being emotional mm-hmm. it, it definitely seems that way there's there's That's fine. there's your rare individuals that that are the opposite um, but it is, it is rare to find. It just, it really just seems that way. Especially like you said, with the dealing with the opposite sex, like dealing with women, um, on a relationship tip, like, yeah, it is, it, it's, his feud is weakness, but they want you to be vulnerable, quote unquote. It's the weirdest space but, that we're being, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any, honestly, it makes, it's like, you, you, make you no can't be emotionally sense. unavailable. You but can't win you for can't. losing, you can't lose for winning. I don't know where, how to put it. I don't, yeah. So it's like, you want me to be vulnerable, but you don't want me to show my emotions. Uh-huh. And it's like the, the ones that... What person can do this? The, the relationships that I've been in, where I, I have felt... What person can do this? I'm sorry, I'm listening to you. Who? Who was able? Who was able to do the? Please, show who among me. us? Show me your ways, yeah. but <laughs> show me how the, you, the relationships you that I've been in, where I have felt like I could be really expressive and vulnerable and, yeah. and even weak at times with that person and not face any backlash. I've also found those people too emotional. So it's like I, I'm at a place I'm not doing it no more. Yeah. I'm going back to my stoic self. It worked way. <laughs> the funny thing is. As much as I've had more success in relationships when I was more butthole than I have been when I've been emotionally and emotionally available. Yeah. Like it was like I had a perfect balance. I could be very nice and I could be very mean. Mm-hmm. And when I had that balance, it worked for me very well. Yeah. <laughs> and when I got too tilted all balance, that's when it went downhill. Mm. But when I was like, okay, 
we cool, we good. I'm not dealing with that. When I had that that balance, like, we cool, we good. And then I was like, ah, right. You know what I'm saying? It was like they took more. It was more respected. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, come on, can we just? Yeah. Can we? Can we just? And like you know that type right, of stuff, right. they, they don't work. Right? Yeah. It don't work. And then I'm light skinned too. <laughs> it don't work, baby. Creamy beige. Yeah, it it don't work, B. It's why it don't work. It's already a stigma. Like you found your leadership style, I guess. You know? I've, I've, yeah. you know, I've come to a conclusion, mm-hmm. and I know what's gonna work for me. You know, I, I'm gonna deal with things in my own uh, right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time. I can't go back to that. It's a setup. I'm not going to be a, a mean or a bad person. It's just you got to have a balance, dog. And I think that's just yeah. anything. So balance. And I keep learning that in other situations. And then some people that just you want or you feel like you can be comfortable in that safe space mm-hmm. and you come to realize it's something totally separate. You're like, oh, yeah. Wow. Leadership, man. Leadership. Leadership is a. Uh, it's a lot of lot of moving parts, a lot, a lot of is, dynamic, a lot of layers. It's the the most dynamic. <laughs> and you would think people want to run from it all the time. And some people that, you know, but I, I feel like it's like you come to a point in your life, I'm 35. I'm like, bro, I just I want to just step into it. Mm-hmm. You know, go straight into it in whatever ways I need to. Um, not that I've been running away from anything like that. I just want to kind of take it more a lot more seriously. You know, yeah. I got five years from 40. I want to have a lot more established. I want to be retired by 45 entirely mm-hmm. financially just be free. Yeah. And it's going to take me to deal with things in a whole different way that I never even saw growing up. I never seen a male figure doing certain things in the house. So I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. what my experience has been. So I'm learning all these things up to this point for a reason. And now I'm going to take heed to it, take it very seriously, <clears throat> step into full maturation and just you know understand exactly what my role is absolutely so and man I something think, just, I'm about something just popped in my head to, that <clears throat> I think is very important to say is a lot of people okay so leadership some of the the key ingredients right can oftentimes be money power influence um the ability to demand respect mm-hmm. the um you know, charisma, all of those things. But any person with all of those things can still not be a leader. Hmm. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I never thought of Because they could even be a person in a, a leadership role, right? They could be a, <laughs> a quote unquote boss, this word that we're so all so obsessed with. <laughs> I'm a boss. Yeah, yeah. I get that you're a boss, but what kind of boss are you? Yeah, but... The, are you a leader? Are you a person that, like we said, can can be a servant? Are you a person that mm. that um, is is able to remove their their own ego from a situation, or say, in a you know, choose at the right times to have that ego? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Aristotle has a, a quote, like anybody could be angry, but be angry to, uh, at the right time, in the right way, to the right degree. Like you know, that is difficult. It's the same thing with being a leader. Being a leader, hmm. um, so I think that's that's yeah, very important. Like how far do you go with your bossiness until you actually become just like a you know not a leader but just like a tyrant mm-hmm. or a dictator because you're you're appearing to be something that you're really not because you haven't really fully understood or developed that leadership understanding or role to the point where you can be successful with everybody around you. Right, so like you're, the people around you, I, I definitely feel like they reflect on your leadership and like how their successes go and like what's going on. Like even with our situation, man, like we deal with things on the back end, but we, we still find ways to communicate and deal with things in a certain way. That's, you know, that's not always the easy for people, but 
I think that's a part of leadership as well, is just being able to look at things, communicate properly, kind of like execute things and like come up with solutions. Mm-hmm. Leaders are always expected to come with solutions, man. Right. So, and not just telling somebody what to do, but just really under- having people understand why you're explaining to them to do things in a certain directive. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. very important as well, too. Keep in mind, don't just tell somebody, mm-hmm. explain to them why they have to do this. Yeah. It's, it's better than just to talk at a person, but to talk to them and explain right. things. It's like, that's another huge piece as well. Because mm-hmm. people will be more receptive. Right. And so, actually be inspired to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we did it. I think we did another, another one. Absolutely. So, again, hopefully this touches somebody. Um we definitely hit some 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 key points, some key notes there as well, some good takeaways as well too. I feel like if you have any comments or things you want to suggest as well, in terms of your role, please you know type you know. Hopefully y'all subscribed already. Y'all liking y'all commenting what's going on. Mm-hmm. Again, we want to connect with y'all. We want to definitely know exactly where y'all at, how y'all feel about things. It's not just about us. We're making this about everybody. So again, in the personal development. So we just talking about our experiences and hopefully it can relate to y'all and hopefully yep. impact you in a way that you can go out there and do something you know positive with what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. It's, it's, it's a deeper meaning so hopefully y'all take heed to that of course um, we appreciate y'all it's all love again my name is Jaco Wright say dream peace and uh, this is the Nice, nice Guys, Guys Podcast. Podcast y'all be safe stay blessed and one love peace <laughs>